0: Hey guys, and Whoa. welcome to Spilling Goods Podcast. You are listening to Hi Baby Gorgeous, Lou Bradley.
1: <laughs> and you are listening to that bitch, Jack Carolyn. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had something good and I can't remember. A wasted opportunity completely.
0: That's fine. And wow, we, wow, we, wow, we, we are back it's been a hot minute and a hot minute. you know I miss seeing your face like this even though we were together last night Yesterday, and we've seen hello. each other a bunch like it's not like I've not seen you but I feel like this <laughs> medium <laughs> this medium feels like so special to us like our oh, little thing it's like it's been so long it's been too long you haven't seen my bedroom so this little
1: tiny fisheye lens
0: hey baby girl <laughs> it's
1: been so and, well. and actually it has actually been ages I think we did record an episode but mm, christmas was just a busy time for us girls um it, was. So it went into the last and found box but i actually think the last time we recorded an episode was late november so we have like been kicking it up we've been to portugal we've traveled the world in 80 days with you know
0: I mean, just call us queens of the universe. We've been all around the world and then some. <laughs> around oh, the world and eight <laughs> <slaves>. Hey. Around <laughs>
1: the world and ate sleighs, mama.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, but I have to tell you, today was the day where I finished um, Yellow Jackets. Oh, um, say nothing. Say nothing. Have oh, you not seen? Okay, I um, have
1: not seen the last episode. And let's not. No, let's encourage anyone that is listening to this who hasn't watched Yellow Jackets to please get your life together and get real yeah. and watch it, baby. It's on Sky.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I'm, on- I, won't, I won't spoil the last episode, but like, let's just like get into it a little bit because I've been loving it. I mean, it's been a bit slow at points, but baby, 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 when I tell you that last episode, like lit a fire under my ass and I was like, they better bring back a season two because this can go like off like can go all the way off so this actually herein lies my problem just
1: a, a wee bit because basically when i started yellow jackets and when you watch the first episode it sets up a very promising start for what this season will be and mustang went into it aka moi thinking this is going to be like a limited series one season we will get the boom boom kick 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 boom like forestry action yeah, Bitches eating bitches, bitches killing bitches Very Lord <laughs> of the Flies Mates um, like Mean Girls sort of shit And I'm in the Penultimate episode And I they just have not scratched the surface Of what these bitches have been doing in the woods So I know they're saving for season two Which I'm like mm. I kind of wish it was like a one and Done sort of thing but Am I going to complain about a second? Well
0: to- the thing I I think the last episode You'll eat your words because the direction it goes like i'd say the last like 15 20 minutes you're like oh this is like the diet okay this is where it's gonna go and this is what season two could be it's like okay 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 yeah. she's she's come to play yeah. um i yeah like i say it was slow in parts i um i wanted more of like the girls in the woods um yeah but i feel like there's so much they can do with it, and I'm excited for a season two. Hopefully, fingers crossed.
1: I mean, I do think there will be a season two. It's like 100 on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. It's um all the reviews are popping, so I couldn't see a reason why not. So everyone, please go view it. So you know, the more people have viewed, the more they can do. And you know us, we love like a murder mystery. I don't really sure do. Even, can't, it is like a murder mystery sort of thing. I think we, it's, it's it's a like murder a mystery. Bullet.
0: Yeah, with some murder mystery in the sense of like in the adult, because obviously if you haven't, anyone hasn't seen it, Yellow Jackets, it's about these group of girls and they're on a soccer team Um, and they go, they're in a plane crash and they crash in the middle of the woods on the way to like a, a tournament and then they end up stranded out there for nine months and then they do some fucked up shit out there because obviously you have to survive, but like it flicks between present day some of the girls that have survived And back to the past, we're in in the woods. So we keep seeing, like, the younger cast, older cast. And I think both casts are, like, giving it stats because we have Juliette Lewis. We have Christina Ritchie. Mm -hmm. We have um, Melanie uh, Linsky. And then uh, Tawny Cypress. And they're just, like, next level. Like, they're they're bad bitches. The Um, cast is so juicy. The cast is so so good. Young and old. It also has... Jasmine
1: Savoy Brown, who mm-hmm. featured in this episode, my thing, Miss Honey, yeah. who is just as good in that as she is in Scream. And let me tell you, I, after seeing Scream the first time, I tweeted saying, whilst, I was like, whilst currently being obsessed with the Yellow Jackets and just watching Scream, um, Jasmine Savoy-Brown is currently the moment and she liked it and replied. Yes, she did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad you just stoked up all that little appreciation just because you deserve it.
0: Uh, yeah, and it's got um, Ella Purnell in it. Who she was in Army of the Dead. She played like the daughter, you know, um, of Dave Batista. Oh my- yes, yes, of course she did. Yeah, and she's fierce in uh, Yellow Jackets. She's so yeah, good in that. She is um,
1: so not fierce in Army of the Dead, though. Probably one of the worst characters in recent memory, I think, in horror film. What the, necessarily- the the daughter? Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily her acting. Or her Oh, does character-wise. She, the character, one of the worst characters in recent memory
0: yeah maybe uh I have to watch it again to kind of decide that but um oh and I also um finished watching uh Chucky yes how did you um okay so it's a real camp all time it's like it's definitely like definitely in the Chucky theme they you know I think they've done the that franchise proud Mm
1: -hmm, but But there was just
0: something missing for me I mean it was great I really enjoyed it uh it was, it just seemed to like take a left turn into like crazy town. And I was like, I mean, I, think- it's
1: a, I mean, it already like, it's already the mayor owning 51% of crazy town. So, like, <laughs> taking a left crazier town, it's like, I mean, it's, it is campus tits, it's very extra. And you sort of have to suspend your disbelief or suspension yeah. of your own belief to enjoy it because it is very silly probably i know where you're coming from probably a bit past the point of our taste level but none you know nonetheless i still think like a camp fun time that sets up a second season that i think will be better than the first it's, it's a bit just, corny
0: yeah and it's a little bit corny but it, it corny. is it is a good time but you know so you know um lexi and the mayor yeah their mother and daughter in real life love that and she's the sister of Emily Allen Lind who's Melanie in The Babysitter you know the little blonde girl who's like in the first yeah. one dead cutie and in the second one she's like evil <gasps> they're like they're they're all related yeah like there's like so so the woman she's called Barbara Allen Woods and she has like Hold three on. daughters and they're all they're all like acting like they're all there's three girls and they're all act like an acting okay, family because I
1: was just going to say now that you said that I the whole time I was watching it that little blonde hoe. She looked so familiar, and now I realized that it's because I thought she was in the babysitter. So that's just her sister. They look yeah, they're alive. sisters.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: It's the sister um, sister. <laughs> but no, you're right. I think Chucky's a good time. I think the importance of being alive and thriving right now in the twenties, like right now in the twenties, I think could potentially be already kicking off potentially my favorite decade for horror movies because we are getting tv series with icons new movies with icons like icon after icon after icon and they're i mean i thought
0: jennifer tilly stole the show for me i thought she was like perfect she was like kitschy and crazy and like oh she was doing all the things and she was just she was just perfect and she was just so cute and then oh i love her so much she
1: is great. And her les throughout out the entire time. Being a big lesbotron, love that for her. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Fiona Dourif. Like, she's one person I feel like is getting shafted. Because she's such a prominent character in um, The Curse of Chucky. Cult of Chucky. Um, that I think maybe then when it came to this, she feels like a side bit. She doesn't, she's not getting her justice. She's not getting her moment.
0: She's just like a crippled girl getting like more I mean... and more
1: abused. Like,
0: I I could I could have done without them using her in this. I I just didn't think it was necessary. I, I just thought it was like, oh, we're just gonna add every little bit of like Chucky from from over the years and like just put it into one thing. When they could have just refined it a little bit more. I mean, I was half expecting like Glenn slash Glenda to come into it, but then even though they were mentioned, I was expecting them to come in and be like.
1: Hey. Season two, babe. I think season two. But you're right; they were cramming a lot of stuff. Yeah. They're cramming a lot of stuff into this season, whilst also the stuff that was without like fan service and all the goodies was just really like corny. I just didn't like the main character. You know, up the queers, love the gays, but yeah. even I was like, oh, I'm watching too little and <laughs> like this, yes, and I just, I just find it all that strange. But-
0: yeah, when they started to kiss, it, it felt, it was a little bit awkward, wasn't it? It was like, yeah. but then again, like, I suppose, like, first, first kisses time. and first crushes are, like, really awkward, I Because these are, like, they're not playing, like, 16, 17, 18-year-olds. They're playing, like, 14-year-olds, right? So they are that supposed to be mean, like I did,
1: I did love the direction they went. I just think I was, like, ooh, because I'm not used to watching... You know, I hate watching awkward things in general. You know, like yeah. and awkward moments like come down with me and stuff where they'll start like awkward <laughs> silences and they don't talk. Yeah. I'm like, fast forward, fast forward. I can't, I can't cope. Um, So I, I very much had that feeling the whole time. But I mean, Chucky's a psychopath, but one thing, he's not as homophobic. And we kind of love a bit of a gay icon. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, it's, uh, you know, they are very, look, like, definitely Chucky is a ally to the LGBTQ plus oh. IA. Plus, plus whatever community, like all the, all the letters to, community,
1: all the letters community, and that's where we have to take little Mustang with that little ginger bob, um, and just bring it right in here and nestle under our armpits as one of our own. Bless. And
0: ones. let him suck on these teats.
1: <laughs> <laughs> suck on this juicy teat of life, bitch. She's the right height sale. So. Um, yes. but speaking of absolute horror icons and the revival. Mm. We thought today would be the perfect time and the perfect episode and comeback for the Spelling Gods host to talk about the brand new revival, Requel the 2022, Scream or Five Cream if you're nasty.
0: Oh, I, do you know what? Like, what a time to be alive. What like... a
1: time to be! What a time to be a horror fan right now. Honestly,
0: I know. And, you know, we Every saw it. Christmas. We saw it again last night. It was my second time, your third my time third because time. you missed thing. And I was going to let the fans know that me and Jack nearly um, disbanded our friendship and then we <laughs> fell out never to be friends ever again. This podcast okay. is going to be a thing of the past, but it's to the ground because yeah. uh, Miss Thing Got a press ticket to go and see the movie before anyone else, before release, and then write review. So half of me was like so angry I could have like you know punched him in the face several times, and the other half was like so hyped and so like supportive. Mm -hmm. But it was like it was a hard time. I was like I don't know how to feel. Honestly, I wouldn't,
1: uh, especially doing this sort of thing and and having the most passion and love ever with scream. With you, this being joined, probably even for you, maybe that, but more so at the end, you know, your number one biscuits and gravy,
0: uh-huh.
1: and it was not a pleasurable experience for me to have to break the news to you that I was invited to watch <laughs> Scream five days in advance from where it was be shown, and I thought, you know, if I was in his position, oh, I would slash your tires so bad. If he had a car, <laughs> I would slash his tires so bad.
0: I was throwing that you got
1: um and as an amazing experience as it was i was um i was absolutely sworn to secrecy to say nothing had i sent a contract yeah. and there was a bit that came before the film that was Ghostface face being like hey you yeah you if you say anything about this movie i'll got you like a fish and yes it was like a great experience to get to watch it and to look at the trailers and like sort of speak to people and like everyone would say, oh, don't tell me, don't tell me, but, like, sort of asking some questions. It was great to know about it, but I will say, as a Scream fan, there's a bit of, like, it was a wee bit, like, torture, because there wasn't a single person in the world that I could discuss what I had watched with, you know? And anyone I could didn't want to hear it, and I couldn't discuss it online. So it was, like, torture to not... Be able to speak so i couldn't wait till the friday so our gay asses were planked in that seat and i could like finally talk about it oh <laughs> <what a laughs> great
0: well, i had to say you when you gave me like a little like synopsis here and there you gave me like bits and bobs i asked questions but nothing like too nothing spoilerific you did a really good job of like hyping me up and like getting me pumped and ready yeah. and like it was yeah it was good you, um
1: you genuinely did not need a hype man like, you were already there, but oh. anything else was just, like, tickling your ass cheeks with a feather. Oh, I it was just it. like, you like that, dude? You like that, <laughs> it, it was just all, like, fucking foreplay for me. Uh,
0: and I was, <laughs> and when we went to see it last night, I was just as hyped as I was the first time. Like, yeah, I, was, when I was I was on my way to the cinema, and I was, like, starting to feel, like, the butterflies in the bubble. I was like, I'm getting s- too excited. <laughs> like, oh, 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 I'm ready for it. <laughs> <eat." laughs> you
1: were buzzing your little hairy tatas off last night. You really, and for me, I was like third time. I was like, "Here we go again."
0: <laughs> I was twisting my tatas. It was oh, it was great. Um, and I
1: think, I think the thing is, is like going and seeing it once. You know, preach it all the time on this. One and done is not a fucking thing. You see it once at your hype, you almost your eyes are darting and dotting everywhere, and you're sort of soaking it up like a sponge, and you sit for days on end. Which I'm sure, when you got home on the walk home. Then when you got home, then that night, then when you woke up, Nick, that's all you could think about was scream. Because baby, that was, it was like all day, every day.
0: When I was, I was trying to go to sleep and I couldn't switch off. I was just thinking about it. Like I was trying, I was closing my eyes. I was like, that sleepy time. And I just, it just kept playing in my head. I was like, oh God, I'm getting typed in bed. Like, stop it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, for anyone that doesn't know about the new scream, um, why are you even here? Yes, um, but, of course you, but <laughs> do you want to pop the corn and feed the kids and let them know about what the new scream is about?
0: Yeah, so the new scream follows uh, the I'm going to call it the main character um, Samantha Sam Carpenter as her sister Tara is attacked, which brings her back to her hometown of Woodsboro, and then Ghostface faces at it again, killing her. I'd say friends adjacent, left, right, and center. We find yeah. out that she is the daughter of Billy Loomis, and that is why shit is going down. And in scream fashion, we get the jokes, we get the kills, we get it all, we get the twists, we get the turns, we get the meta of it all, we get the reveal. Yeah. Um,
1: Drag race could never.
0: Could ne- never reveals or reveals or reveals, <laughs> and um, you know. <laughs> That's where we're at. It was just, I don't know how else to explain it. That is basically, I mean, to be fair, Scream's plot is always so simple. It's, you know, it's a slasher, who done it, murder mystery. There's no, like, there's no complicated, complex plot points. It's very simple, but that's where it wins because it does everything so right. Because it does yeah. have a simple story and then has moments like a smaller intricate and have things tie in here and there. And it, yeah. they do... They do complicate things, but the the, the actual storyline as you follow it is very simple.
1: Yeah, I think Scream is a very straightforward formula. It yeah. is through a, through a slasher movie. So all, you know, all these people that say they don't like slasher movies, but they like Scream. Well, you like slasher movies. Its formula is of a slasher movie. It's nothing... Mm, eat my words. Say, <laughs> it's nothing like original. <laughs> That's not true. I think where it adds its spice, sugar and everything nice is it's meta, how many times are you going to say this word, bitch? It's how it completely intertwines... It's Facebook. All- <laughs> Instagram. It's like how it intertwines all the sort of meta context in regards to horror movies. So for this one, I think the apprehension going into it is, because I think I read somewhere that it's not as heavy horror-led. It's not like as meta as the other ones I read somewhere where they're, they're focusing less on you know asking what's your favorite scary movie in the questions but in reality this one is just as meta if not more
0: I, I mean I would I would definitely films. say it, they have more of a running commentary of horror films than I think any of the others the one I think this one is very heavily talking about movies the entire time I think I think it
1: discusses which I think is clever, and the next step in its evolution, is how it comments less on other horror movies and more on Stab. So it's Mm -hmm. commenting on Scream and Scream, which is the most clever. They're no longer asking questions about the horror genre. They're asking questions about Stab, and it's about Stab. So therefore, it's like looking into your mirror when there's a mirror behind you. It's very like you're going through the same sort of trippy moments, which happen later on in the movie where you see one person emulating what's happening on the TV, what's based off of the murders, which we're watching. It's very looking through like a, a fun house mirror, which yeah. this one more so than the rest is very much like that. I love it. Yeah,
0: no, I get you. So yeah. let's start with the opening then. I, yes, you know, so what are your thoughts on um, Jenna Ortega as Tara in the opening scene? So
1: I'll just make it crystal clear. I love her. I think she is great however I think out of out of the five screen movies I think it is my least favorite opening but I think Jenna Ortega does like she completely carries the whole scene and I'm yeah. very surprised at how good she actually was because I just didn't think that she would be able to just carry that energy that really fresh really likable, you can like Gen Z team, and I was I yeah. really written for her not to die. I suppose, which was like the same effect I guess Drew Barrymore had back in ninety six. Mama, were you? Yeah, you me, but up? I think
0: yeah. No, I I really enjoyed it. I think um, I hear what you're saying. I think because it was already leaked that that she wasn't going to die in the first in in the opening scene. So I think already like we had that and then to find out that's actually the case I think that's where for me I, I would have rather had a bigger a bigger star and have a bigger opening and then mm-hmm. you know and then maybe have Tara with someone else who's like a bigger star and like Tara be the survivor after opening but there'd be someone else in the opening sort of thing but I think yeah. that would be too similar to like how Scream 4 opened twice three times um yeah. That's probably why they stayed clear of that. But um, the scene itself actually really, really, um, I thought it, it was is, good. I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, it's like, let's not get it twisted. It is a very enjoyable scene to endure. And it's a good way to open the movie. And I see what they're doing. They are, and it's a theme that carries on throughout. They're trying to subvert the expectations of what we, the audience, expect from a screen movie.
0: Yeah. So
1: textbook rules says that someone dies at the start. So this one's like, we're pulling the rug from under your feet, someone doesn't die. By the way, everyone, spoiler review. <laughs> like, just to let you know, if, if you've not watched it and you're this deep in, it's going to get worse. Okay. Uh, We're not holding up. But sorry sorry. I mean, like, even though they're subverting that, I think, I, yes, it's good. But I think what needed to come before it probably should have just been a bit, I don't know, stronger. It's enjoyable. But out of all the openings, it's just I'm like, okay, that was that was good, but that
0: was. was Yeah, I will say this. I really enjoy the fact that this ghost face is like stab happy. Like this ghost face is not afraid to like get like three, four, five, six, seven, eight like stabs in, and you know Tara really gets. fuck the fuck up she gets, she gets slashed to start with and then attack she's like stabbed another what like five or six times she, she gets Leg like broken. she gets
1: the olivia treatment she gets the knife through the hand which is like okay this is like such a weird thing to say but olivia's scene is one of my favorite moments in scream 4 and her oh, yeah. death scene is one of my favorite ever because he fucks her up and it's when the knife goes through her hand he pulls it out and just bits her across the room and i just like <laughs> that is flat. Yeah. and how they just there's something about a knife going through the palm of your hand which just looks horrific and they they play on it further on down with Tara with that wound and watching it yesterday for the third time every time I'm once in when she has to use that yeah. wound hand and I'm like That is
0: a doozy. That thing, that is a doozy. That is a doozy. And I, you know, I also really enjoy how um, Ghostface is like plays with her in the start, like pretends to be like someone that her mum knows. And then it's like doing the whole like cat and mouse thing. Mm -hmm. She's doing the one thing I didn't kind of that kind of took me out the scene a little bit is when she was like talking about the horror films, it didn't feel authentic. It felt very much like, this is in the script and I'm going to talk about the Babadook and how much it's, uh, it's whatever she would, how she described it. I was like, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know how many people, young people would describe it in that way. I don't, I, yeah, it's just, he... it, it sounded too technical and too like artsy fartsy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like
1: it's, it's really strange because I know that that's supposed to be a joke, not a joke. She's being serious. But I know the way that was written, that is supposed to make us laugh. Because when I'd seen it the first time, like everyone was laughing at that moment. Yeah. And then I seen it the next few times and it was like, you could hear Yeah. pin Yeah, Cricket City, it's just depending on who's It's supposed to be funny, I think, because she's so young and she's like the Babadook because it's a wonderful exploration in the the grief of motherhood. And it's like, you're supposed to be like, oh, give me a break. Yeah, come on, Gen Z. Yeah, like, because I genuinely believe, (laughs) I Gen Z believe, (laughs) that, (laughs) that actually is a lot of the mind frame, because it's cool now to be like, oh, I only watch psychological horrors. And can we, let's make this clear. Elevated horror is psychological horrors, okay? That's what people used to call them. So now, this elevated horror is clearly going to be the new name. That I, am <laughs> calling it. but I think loads of like people going up now, like younger people, well, the every, the way she behaves, I watched and I went, I can, I can absolutely see that. That's why yeah. it was so deliciously sadistic when he starts quizzing her on stab, AKA scream. Oh, I loved it. Why and then when she opened out a phone.
0: Free, oh, then when she opened out her phone i like got like the the movie version of IMDB on a phone, and like yeah. you see like the names, and then you see like Jennifer Jolie's there as like that's Gail Weathers. You see yes. that it's just, oh it just yes. I think this film does like such an amazing job at like tying in to every one of the other movies, and I love that about it. It it does it gives us something from each, and you're just like yeah. oh love it. I
1: think I think. My absolute favorite aspect of this is how juicy all those little Easter eggs and how the whole entire movie is peppered, fucking peppered to the nines of references, throwbacks, with characters, dialogues, scenes, outfits, everything is completely tapped into every single one of yeah. the other four films. My oh makes my mouth water and my titties wet.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. And then I know we have the scene with like Sam and Richie outside the bowling alley, but like to be fair, that's like a bit of a fillery, like introduce blah, 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 blah. It's not like, it's not anything special. Okay, but
1: be on my page or don't be on my page. I hate (laughs) that scene. It's my least favorite scene in the entire film. I hate it. I don't like this. For some weird reason, the song is like, The first act is just sort of jarring to me. I don't know what it is, but it's the way it cuts and the song. And she's like, just happens to be out there eating pills. And he comes and talk about boners. And I'm like, and start naking on with each other. I'm like, okay.
0: I just, no, too heavy. Yeah, it it does. I think a good first chunk does very feel like. I'm going to explain this and this is how I'm going to explain this and this is how I'm going to refer to this person and how I'm going to like tie this back in it feels a bit like robotic and it like it takes a while for it to like ease up and get into the swing of things I think once we get to um the scene at Mindy and Mason's house that's when it starts to like loosen it up a bit but I I do really like how when um, it cuts to like the scene at the school, we have that like that stereotypical like nineties, early two thousands uh, emo punk pop yeah, kind of. Dance, 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 dance. I yeah, love it, and it like <laughs> descends on the guys, and they're and you know, and they're all yeah, at yeah. the benches, like chit chatting away. Like it was, it, I think that did a really nice. Paid like a really nice homage to like the original when they sat on the fountain. I'm glad they didn't do that because they did that in scream four. I'm Even glad they did gonna their own. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm glad yeah. they did
0: their own their own thing. Um yeah.
1: I think what you're saying is definitely right. I think they were sort of box ticking, but it was like, hey, I um have psychosis and I need to show this by I'm eating pills outside work. Hey, I have a boyfriend because I need to kiss him straight away. And it's like oh, hey, we're all friends and we're already accusing each other Um, and, like, mm-hmm. making these, you know, oh, I'm the typical Jack trait, but we haven't had sex. I'm like, shut the fuck up. If you're trying yeah. to tell me used two have not shagged when she's just shagged that greasy fella he's called <laughs> ugly Michael Myers, no, it was just, I think that first chunk is just very heavy-handed.
0: But I will it's say a- this, I feel like, to start off with, that Wes and Mindy just felt natural from the get-go like they Mm -hmm. they felt very like eased already in like they they knew what they were doing they were there to they they were like we've got this down they felt the most relaxed to me whereas everyone else seemed a bit like let me get my line out and uh, yeah but um and this this is me like nitpicking I swear like this is nitpicky but like
1: this is just as Avid screen fans, like as mm-hmm. absolute diehard screen fans, you can just, for me, you can almost tell that when they're writing it, they're like, they know where they need to get to. And that's yeah. right when, like, they go to Dewey's house. Yeah. It's yeah. Like they had that bit down. It's a bit before they're like, how do we start this? And I think, like, to get the cogs going, it was very, it needed some oil in it. It's very rusty. But once it gets the oil in, I think once it introduces, do I think then it starts to really become like a well-oiled machine, and then it just completely takes off. But before then, it is a little rusty, bitch. And
0: it is, yeah. yeah. And then until you realize, because you know we have that the first kill is an it's a guy called Vince, and you kind of at, at first you're kind of wondering why he's the first kill, and he's like he's like the skeezy guy that's friend mm-hmm. that's kind of like hooked up with Liv and and he. He does seem like a very odd character. He's, like, he's definitely obviously older than the these kids. And he's like weirdly hanging around and he's a real creeper. And I loved his scene, his death scene, because the fact that it plays red right hand, it's yes. like, oh, it, as soon as I heard those, like, those shiny bells, I was like, oh, I know exactly what that sound is.
1: And yeah. it's just like
0: heaven. Because to me, that is like the Scream song. Before it was Peaky Blinders, it, this was Scream. Because, like, I get so annoyed when, like, I've played that song before, like, to like just what, when I've, I have played it around. Or I'm, or I've, people have said, oh, that's a Peaky Blinders song. Or I've heard it be mentioned, like, online. Yeah, okay. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> baby, no it is not there's, That is the Scream two. song There are
1: two different audiences The people who know Scream Are gay, 99% of the time The gays <laughs> will know it from Scream And the and the straights will know it from Fucking blinders. blinders Don't play that You know I'm a raging homosexual Do not say such Heathen things to me like that Blasphemy Blasphemy baby, but I think honestly I think Vince's death scene is the first like it's the first cracker of a scene I just love the way you know it's short it's sweet how they introduce that song and there's something so poetic and like delicious the way he turns the car off and the song stops and when he comes up as soon as that jab to the neck the song starts again and he's like blood oh oh it's like a Sweet symphony. I love it.
0: And I don't know what it is. There is something really satisfying about like, and it happens a lot where they like they use like cars like that in a mo in a horror movie where they have like the headlights beaming and you can't quite see what's going on. It kind of distracts uh-huh. you. And there is something really satisfying about that. That whole like again, that cat and mouse thing that Ghostface does so well. And mm-hmm. yeah, that like little nick to the neck, and he like, That's it, he's done. I'm like, oh it's, it's like short what you and said. sweet. Like, yeah,
1: it's like what you said earlier this is one of my favorite ghost faces mm. because of the way ghost face is with the knife. It's like stab, 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 stab. It's not these really over the years. It's like one stab when you're down, but this one, like that really quick one to the neck, ghost face knew exactly what they were doing. And yeah. then like, it's those deaths where it's like knife after knife and it's really quick, impactful jabs. And I just think that's so sadistic. And it's like, Something that's never been done before, and you don't realize it until it happens. You're like,
0: "Huh,
1: that's not normally." Gooseface is a stab and sort of watches you. This bitch up in here was like, <laughs> knife, 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 knife. Get it,
0: It's like I've got shit to do, places to be. Like I need to get this done, yeah. and like I've it's got homework have- to do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when you have your like microwaved meal, and you have to pierce the plastic at the top, yes. like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but always messes up. Okay? Yeah, you know, Little organ somehow. But yeah, no, I, I, the one that when I first watched it, I was like, I don't actually, was this just like a throwaway character? Then when we do learn later on that this is, he's actually Stu's, Stu Mocker's nephew. Yep. Um, and that, as soon as you hear that, I'm like, oh, that makes total sense. So everything yeah. is being tied in. And I do love the fact that like, the the family members of like, the original cast characters have a like just this huge like role to play in this movie and it, it is so satisfying and so delicious and of course this makes total sense because obviously it's a long enough time like past where there's going to be a new generation because it's a small town of course there's going to be characters that are related to the originals
1: yeah yeah um and I love the fact that the direction they went was tying it into that where people that are related I just wish we got an explanation for love I know, like, I know that she's Mackenzie. So she's obviously at the start of the first scream. It's like, go down to Mackenzie's house. Yeah. And that's where she obviously finds um, Drew Barrymore. But I wanted to know, I'm like, if you're going to commit, commit 1000%. You can't believe in little nuggets. But again, this is me nitpicking. Because that scene in general is... It, that is when the whole film just kicked itself under gear. And from there, it's like chef's kiss level of meta, clever, sexy, and kill.
0: Yeah, to be fair, that is, I I, I remember when we came out of the, the movie the first time, I turned to you and was like, what happened to Liv? And you're like, she was shot in the head. I was like, that's right. I, I completely, I think I forgot in the excitement of it all, because I mean, her, her death scene was so quick and snappy. And mm-hmm. then we didn't see like a body or anything else. Her even mentioned it was like, boom, she's dead Goodbye. So it, I just like just took her out of my mind for me. Um, she yeah, she gave was... me very like
1: she gave me very like Angelina vibes in the sense where she's all red herring and no delivery. She's just yeah, she's just complete red herring a hundred times and that's it and then she dies and you're like oh that was nice yeah Thanks For coming. yeah <laughs> well you were nice just being were here for <laughs> all five minutes you know they're and they're just to like finger point which they do a lot of of this and at first i was a bit precious about it because in this one specifically there's a lot of finger pointing yeah, All the friends just blame each other, and it yeah. makes them like, more distant. And at first I was thinking, this is really strange, they don't normally do that. But I think it played very well into the, the comedy of it. So when it was being think- funny, it, you could crack it some proper zingers, I think, with it.
0: Yeah, but if you see it like this, you've got to think about the fact that like, the town they live in, the history that that town has... And then the fact that they have like movies about this town based around what happened there, then the fact it starts happening to them, you're gonna start be like, well, this shit's happened before, so it's definitely gonna be one of you. Like, 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 yeah, yeah. So um, I totally get it. I hear what you're saying, though. It does. It is at some points a bit too finger pointery. Um, I do, but I do like it because I think it makes yeah.
1: for most of the comedy. I think it makes that it really grew yeah. up for a lot of the comedic moments especially for Monday um, and upon second rewatch which we'll obviously talk about when we talk about the character reveals but I do want to know if you have noticed you know watching it the second time knowing who the killer was if you, any of that finger pointing you know when they sort to of point the fingers at each other if you like sort of noticed at the second time do you get what I mean?
0: Yeah, 100%. I almost don't want really to talk about
1: it yet until we start yeah. to- yeah. Uh-huh.
0: How do you feel about um being reintroduced to Dewey again, and that whole whole scene plays out?
1: love that you know what, it makes sense. Mustang yeah. has been stabbed fifteen times, and like you know the lost his sister, lost how many people, and lost his wife. He's going to be a drunk that loves in a fucking caravan. Like, I was here for he <laughs> it.
0: He sits and watches yeah. Gale. I loved it. Yeah, and I love the fact that we saw, like, he had, like, Tatum's ashes, like, on his shelf. Love. Oh, precious.
1: Loved it. And, like, the photo, clearly, of him and Courtney Cox when they were with each other. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> and he had that. Um, But it was just those little details, that you said, like, that box, the, like, Tatum's ashes... And then later on, the Randy one. and then oh. even, even the swing outside of Tara's house at the start. Did you notice it?
0: So that's where the swing came in. So that's is where
1: that? Came in. That's at the but very.
0: That's, but that's not okay. Casey's house, though, right? No, it's not Casey's house. No, I don't think, I didn't think but, it was. But it's
1: like this, it's like a, the same sw- type of swing hanging yeah. off the same type of tree. And it's like swinging, just catch it off the right. It's just those little little details and um before we go on to do it. one of the killers is wearing and goes through the same stuff that another killer goes through and like that's when I'd noticed it the second time watching it right okay well we'll leave that for <laughs> but do you do you think that was a good introduction for do he obviously is such a well-loved character or yeah state?
0: I mean it it makes perfect sense that that's where he's at and like you know um it would be odd for me if they if we came back to these characters and you know it's been 10, 10 years since we last saw them of course shit happens in ten years and you're in yep. different places um so yeah it makes perfect sense to me that like he's he's not with Gail anymore something's clearly happened he lives in his trailer he's like you know mm. he's a bit more. Jaded and like he's like rough and gruff and like kind of sexy. That... yeah oh yeah 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 very
1: hot yeah, se- for some weird reason
0: sexy yeah very sexy. Um, yeah and I love the fact that you know he was like kind of gave me like Laurie Strode vibes from like Halloween right, yeah. 2019. Was, like, Every- I'm everything not, was, like
1: everything was everything was very bright yeah and... but he was very
0: even him was like I'm not into this like I'll listen to you because you're like your Billy Loomis's daughter but like that's about it like I'm not playing like it's mm. him probably like get the fuck out I'm not interested goodbye and then straight away he's like bring bring hello Sydney like where you at like what's going on and I uh, obviously we, saw that. we we saw that in the trailer like her like running with the with yeah. the pram but like I still it was like I saw it for the first time all over again like in yeah, the cinema yeah, yeah, yeah. and like I thought I thought it was great I mean I thought it was a really nice way to you know their back and forth seemed i'm glad that didn't feel forced it did seem natural but then there was some moments where it was a bit like a bit sticky but um i I
1: think the phone call between dewey and nev really melted my heart Mm -hmm. nev what the? (laughs) (laughs) really really melted my heart um because it was just such a lovely introduction and we we got to hear no potentially, that she's going with um, Detective Kincaid, which, by the way, in an interview, they asked her if that's Detective Kincaid. And uh, Ned Campbell's like, I don't know, why is it? And Melissa was like, yeah, it marks the name of Detective. So she didn't even know. So Oh, really? Yeah, she didn't even know that that was the thing. But
0: I mean, it, it, could, be, it could be fans grasping onto straws. However, it seems nah. too much of a coincidence for they... it to not be.
1: Radio silence know what they're doing.
0: Yeah. Everything
1: in this movie has been meticulously placed, down to the fucking wardrobe. Everything has been meticulously placed. Then putting one name in there is exactly what the fans have been doing. And I just think that whole conversation and you could really hear suddenly, like sort of like about to cry. She's getting upset, being like, "You look after yourself, okay." And it made me feel sad because we sort of the trailer sort of hinted at maybe do you might not make it so I thought that was a really sad moment when she says that to him because yeah I mean, that could be the last time that she speaks to him which
0: it was was yeah it was um but I what I yeah I, I had to think then for a split second I like, didn't have any more scenes or no, they don't but no. um I I really love and appreciate the fact that the Sydney that we meet now has like she has a family now she seems like she's mm-hmm. she's got her shit together she isn't like a shell of a person because i think it was it's so easy for them to go down the kind of route of um uh, laurie strode and like her be like so like so still living in her trauma and yeah. uh, still dealing with it and not being able to kind of like push through like many people can't but um I love the fact that this is this is where Cindy's at. She's evolved. She is a survivor. She this has happened so many times. And she's like, she's now come to the point where she's like, I've made peace with it. I have kids. I have a husband. And I like the fact that in the phone call, she wasn't like, she was more like, like, Dewey, like you stay safe and take care of yourself, rather than like, oh my God, not again. Oh, I, I need to. I need to rush back and be in the mix. Like it's all about me. No, no, no. It's not about you, Sid. But she, she's more like, no. You need yeah. to be safe. Stay safe, and that's it. She only came back because he died.
1: Exactly. And of course, she has a gun because she's suddenly fucking Prescott. Oh.
0: And oh.
1: this is one thing that I even when I first came out of watching it, I was my heart hurt a little bit because you spend such a huge chunk of time away from Sydney, Gail, and Dewey. And I do think a lot of the time, that's why the first sort of act as shaky boots, like yeah. seriously shaky boots, because they don't know quite how to, you know, set up these characters. But anything they did get right to an extent, I think, was the legacy characters. I think the best way, how they were introduced is so seamless, mm-hmm. because you know, you half expect them when they're on the phone, they suddenly and you're like, surely this bitch is not going to come back. Long behold, she's like, you don't need to worry about me. I'm not sitting, sitting there. It's until there, there's a reason. And yeah. so, sort of, you know, Gail's back because of Dewey, and then suddenly he's back because Dewey dies. So they were laced into the story so authentically that it actually was, like, perfect for a movie that was trying to branch off, that was the perfect way do he had to die for yeah. suddenly to like come back? That's the only way we could, because he, someone had to die for her to come back.
0: As yeah, fair. and I love the fact that um, instead of like calling gail he's like i'm not calling Gail. she could just get a text it's too it's too difficult and then it's like yeah. um i hope you're okay smiley face it's like oh i shouldn't have <laughs> it's like oh i should not have put that smiley face and then he is, I he's, like, really he's so cute and he's i just, so oh, just uh, love uh, dewey so much but i i knew it i i as soon as they said like all three are back i was like it makes the most sense that Dewey dies because, like I say, he's been stabbed so many times. He cannot possibly live through another like stabbing fiasco. Yeah. This has to be the last time we see Dewey. I don't know the fate of the girls, but this this has got to be the last time. And I, I just knew it was going to happen, and it did happen. But um... yeah, and I,
1: and I think it's it's hard for any screen fan because we've um, come accommodated to every single one of them making it through the end. But we sort of had our ideas that day was going to bite at us. The trailers, I think, gave it away a bit. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, the directors and stuff were like, ooh, this is just the tip of a very deceiving iceberg. I was like, bitch, shut the hell up. Whoever you hired to do this trailer gave that <laughs> shit away. And we sort of knew it. But I think for me and I think for you, out of the three, if someone says, you know, gun to your head, one of them has to go and on- do it.
0: Yeah. yeah. It it just made the it made the most sense. And you know, because he's so beloved, I think the the legacy characters are so beloved in their own way, but I feel like because Dewey is is so sweet, Mm -hmm. it's like a different vibe. So I feel like him dying just like it cuts deeper than the other two, if that makes if that makes any sense. Because like he he's Dewey. Like it just it's just like a lot sadder do you know what I mean where it's yeah, like yeah. I feel like <laughs> if it was if it was Gail it'll be like it'll be it'll be a fierce ending she's like she's scrappy she's a fighter she's like you'd be like that's like I hate it so much but like that was fierce and then yeah. if it was Sydney you'd be like this makes no fucking sense but it also does it at the same time and like how could you do that it's epic but she can't possibly survive in the movie but she does because she's Sydney fucking Prescott like she Darkly, like she is, yes, she is not going anywhere gone. yeah Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly and i I think like the scene that we get of days demise i think it is a really good one Mm -hmm. and i really like that whole hospital encounter now i don't know why the fuck there's not a single member of staff and this entire goddamn hospital is beyond me okay this is is like
0: this is like one of my worst like my biggest pet peeves with like horror movies and hospitals like if you've ever been in a fucking hospital, like there's been staff a yeah,
1: everywhere. everywhere,
0: like you can't, like All you can't, you can't, like breathe without some a staff ever being in your face. So, like, where is everyone? Why is there no one on this floor? I, it, it makes no sense to me. It Like zero sense. Really However, me, um... for a horror movie, like. I mean I get it but like it makes no sense and it's annoying but we get what we got so it was a fierce scene like let's be oh, honest.
1: Well, 100% it was such a great way I think to kill up and this is such like a mad thing to say but I'm all about delivery you know if you're gonna fucking kill someone off kill them off good and there's something so cool about the way Ghost Fist pulls it. Stabs him, right? By the way, can we all just say Gail low-key killed Dewey? Yes, she did. She low-key killed Dewey by calling the fucker. Gooseface gets up, stabs Dewey, then comes behind with another knife. And when Gooseface pulls up, it's the way, like, Goosefish just kicks him to the ground. Yeah. The thing is so cool. It's like, And the music plays, and Gooseface has just stood there, like, exposed um, body armor, showing and just the way he just bit some to the ground, and it was like you're done.
0: <laughs> the way it's like, the way it's like, it's an honor. You're like, oh, that's yeah. where that that little clip from from yeah. the. Um... That's it.
1: It's an honor, and just gives him the biggest bit to the chin, to the ground. Yeah. There's there's no like sweet symphony of like, huh it's like you're finished because I said. You're uh-huh. And I was like, bitch. <laughs> And no. cried,
0: like, well, that <laughs> yeah it was it was sad it was epic it was also epic like they had oh, an epic showdown stabbed to the gut stabbed to the back pulls them both up and rips them out and like lets some guts out a little bit it was like oh like i course, like dewey's not gonna go just to stab he's been stabbed nine times it like one's never is not enough like it has to be something pretty epic and pretty like <clears throat> you know cutthroat and Savage that to kill was. him off, and and that it was. Uh, and it, it was, was, it, was the,
1: it was the close up of his face as well, eyes open, dead. It was like he's dead. We need to let you know right now that his ass is well and truly grass. Yeah, he's gone though.
0: Hundred percent. Um, I also want to talk about one of one of my MVPs of the movie, and that is. um Deputy Judy. <laughs> Deputy
1: Judy. No, I,
0: I Punch mean perfect. I, I loved her in Scream Four, and I loved it even more than this. I thought she was back at it again. She, like, I just thought her characterization was just like, pitch perfect. Perfect. Right? It was just perfect. like perfect, and the way she's like bouncy and upbeat and perky, and then you know. But she really she's the- like a bitch as well. Yeah. She's, like, oh, she's just perfect. And I, I I I loved her and Wes, like mother daughter, mother daughter, mother son, like duo. I thought they were just really cute and like innocent together. And like yeah. I love the fact like they both actually really enjoy like each other's company and like to hang out. It's just the two of them. Yeah. That whole their whole scene like of them in the house was I loved it. I loved the throwback to the lemon squares, was really cute. Um I hope
1: she called them tiger. Even though it's yeah. like, she was obsessed with um, being Tiger Lily. I was like, yeah,
0: was I thought it was crazy. so cute. And then like in her, like, and she's like driving the car, and he's like, "Do you like skin?" She's like, "No, I like anime, animation, and um, what was it?" Uh, um, I like,
1: and I like animated movies and musicals.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> I thought it was so. I tv Oh,
1: seen her and Wes. So anything that she was on, loved, her, that little like you know, that white woman smile where we don't shoot tape, we just like yeah, with our yeah. lips cheeks. Then she does that, and she's like, no, why don't you just leave this town alone and leave it to the people I actually care about this town? And I'm, like, yeah. she and I'm like, you're such a bitch, but I fucking love it. And then that scene where, with her and Wes is perfect. Oh. Like, the, you know, how he's, like, objectified, like, a destroyer and psycho only, turn the tables, he doesn't die in there, you know, showing his tits, and very yeah. objectified how a woman would be. How, like, even... Something as small as like when he's plating up the food, he's very anal about like the way the chop, and you can sort of you have like an insight into the relationship. You can see he's very that kid. You know the chopsticks have to be like yeah. that. And- He's
0: definitely like his mother's son. Like yeah, yeah,
1: they're very that, and I just like the really small details that really let us know about the characters. One who wears I don't think Wes gets a a lot of airtime before, but. And I was surprised by yeah his me demise. too. I I thought he was going to be a killer, but then later you realize why he died because it's all a big tribute for Wes, you know. So it was it was pitch perfect that whole you know the whole hex scene, pitch perfect. I would not even change a thing. It was brilliant.
0: I mean, I remember when I saw it the first time. I did when she's running to the house and then Ghostface just comes out the bush. I did go. <gasps> I, that did that did actually really surprise me. I, mm-hmm. I really wasn't expecting that. I was expecting her to at least get to the house. So when she gets like literally stabbed, thrown to the floor, I was like, "Oh no, Judy!" I knew she was going to die. I just knew it. I, I could feel it in my bones. But, but like, it's Judy. it's Judy, Judy. You think like she's she she's Deputy Judy. Um, <laughs> that I, that line is so funny. Oh, I love it so much. Um, but yeah, you just think she's going to make it because like she's. I don't know, she has that sense about it. She's like, she's so good at a job and so good at like, protecting people that she's just, she's gonna make it, but obviously she doesn't. Um, I will say this, the use of a body double uh, for her scene was not well Ten- conceived. Yeah. Uh, you know, the wigs did not match yeah nor her, her did like
1: there was yellow um yeah these was like yeah. Bitch. yeah yeah they
0: didn't quite I didn't think they they quite got like the bodies to match uh-huh. um uh, I agree
1: I, I really noticed how that wasn't it,
0: yeah it and especially because like I was surprised I, I understood like throwing it to the ground yeah you might need a body double but I thought like the groundwork why wasn't she not why should not she just do the most, like the, even yeah. the bits where she was like out, of, it wasn't like focused on her on her face and her like torso. Um, but again, I the, thought- I did it, love
1: that death though. It, oh
0: I loved it so bald. much. But I thought it was really bold of Ghostface to be doing it. But then again, and, and Ghostface, daylight. daylight, but broad daylight so, in the middle of the street, like not even so like- Again, why is there no one
1: on the street? Can no one uh, help? This bitch is calling for help. And I'm like, I could see. And the thing is, is he's done that on the streets. She's already called the police. And there's a solid three minutes where yeah. Wes is, like, coming out of the shirt getting dressed, coming downstairs, looking around. That whole endeavour would have taken him probably a solid 10 minutes. No. The police still aren't there. Still no one's noticed. We can, you know, just trust Ghostface, because, I mean, in Screen 2 at Cece's house, Ghostface comes in and runs somewhere where there's no door. It's sort of <laughs> these little things where there's something very yeah. silly and supernatural that we just have to sort of go along with. But I... When she died, I knew it was coming. Not right there. I knew it was coming then, but not the way it was done. Yeah. But I genuinely
0: thought that Wes was gonna live. I thought he A little was- bit longer. I thought he was gonna be at least in it a bit longer. So when they had I did really enjoy his whole like misdirect when he kept like opening yeah. doors and close them and it, it and Ghostface wasn't there. And then when he goes to shut the door, um, Yeah, I mean, him getting that knife to the neck was like, oh, I could, I could feel it, and I thought they were gonna do like a Halloween, like just rip out his throat. And then after the thought, I was like, no, because Scream, it, 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 okay, apart from a few people, it isn't as graphic as it could be, Mm -hmm. Um, because we only get like a brief, like second shot of Casey, like with all the guts spilled out. We, um. And then the next time, really, it's um, Olivia, right? That's like the most like kind of gruesome yeah. death out of them all. Like they're not like that. They're not th- that with, gruesome. With a
1: knife, you're sort of, you know, you're limited. And the thing yeah. is, is, I don't want him to, you know, the way it was in the trailers and it looked like he had a flamethrower. I was like, thank fuck, that's not real. I, I don't want this. Yeah. I like yeah. But I think this is the most inventive he's been with a knife.
0: You oh know. 100% he was doing things so I was like oh you got some tricks girl
1: yeah that that knife in the neck is definitely one of my favorite moments because we just feel it and this ghost face has an obsession with trying to jam the knife in. so you know if you notice that there's a lot of trying to stab
0: someone
1: well, on the face, putting the weight down sort of I think
0: out. I think that's because the person who's doing that is weak enough it's too weak. It's and, and and needs needs the extra hand to be like. I need to oh, get this so in because if you think about it, like because the amount of times you see that happen, it's like, but well, it makes sense because the person who did that is clearly. I'm just going to say it. It's clearly Amber. Yeah, who uh, gets mic drop punched,
1: <laughs> punched, kicked, drop kicked, thrown off a balcony, thrown off like an eighty fourth floor, and not a bruise on her. Although did you notice, and it's one of those things you notice, you know, a couple of years in, she
0: has a bruise on oh in the hospital where she's got like a she's got a jacket on, she's got that bruise on a, you like a, a bruise collarbone. And mm-hmm. you see
1: it when she's outside the school in the first, you know, in the first act and she covers it with her long hair. She always has her hair over it. And I'm thinking, I really love that that you drop yeah. little little hints throughout, but you really open my eyes. That's why she does it, because I think she does the majority of the
0: stabbing in this well i think she kind of has to until it get until it revs up i think she does she definitely kills most of her friends because mm-hmm. it makes the most sense because like she's got more access to them than richie does i mean yeah. i would we're just dropping dropping names like sorry guys they're the killers <laughs> um uh <laughs> We have to, we can't not, I mean, it, that, it makes the most sense because he, yeah. obviously he really comes into it, I think, towards the end at the house. he's probably He probably does most of them, more of them at the house. Like, um, mm, yeah. he probably does, uh, no, I, I'm guessing he does Mason, Mindy. Um, no, so he, he
1: doesn't, he doesn't do Mason. Amber does mason because he tries to get into the shed and the shed's locked, yet Gooseface face comes out of the shed. That's
0: right. Cause he cause they yeah. drive up. That's that's why right. they drive yeah, up. I, yeah, because I think yeah, somewhere yeah.
1: where it was like how you know it's Amber is it's the goose face that stabs a lot. And the one yeah. it's, that it's her, she's like, she's the jabber. That there's like a you can you're able to differentiate the sort of different sort of styles let's just that say. makes sense um, yeah that does make sense the hint that I wanted to drop and since we've said the name's nice so I'll get it out of my way since we're talking about easter eggs if you notice right and that's how I think my brain sort of clicked onto it Richie is gets his arm sliced like Jill and yeah. wears a blue flannel shirt like Jill so when I watched it I I'd noticed the the slice in the arm and then he's wearing a blue flannel shirt and I, I was looking going that looks very familiar. And I had just watched Scream Four. And it was the second. Like and I was like, that's exactly what Jill wears. She wears the same shirt.
0: And that's also what Derek's wearing when it happens to Derek in Scream Two. He's wearing a blue flannel shirt and he gets his arm slashed in the house. It's all like <laughs> it's Jill. It's Jill comes from so, Derek. Like yeah. Uh-huh. D- we love it's us. just meta, <laughs> on meta on meta on meta.
1: on meta on meta on meta on bread. White bread. Um, <laughs> so, there's a scene that I want to discuss. There's a scene with Dewey and Gail. Mm. And that's the sort of first introduction. It's Gail's main introduction. Yeah. How do you feel towards that? Um, did you think it was like, well, executed or dot, dot, dot? At
0: first, I was like ooh it's a bit it's a bit like a bit robotic but I think once like the emotion comes through it it really it packs the punch when when Gail starts to tear up and then when Dewey kind of explains it but it, I do feel like it's it was
1: it doesn't it feel was, like Dewey and Gail to me
0: it, it did it didn't but it also felt like a cop-out of how to explain why they're not together and a bit like we're going to explain this by them having a conversation when but I also feel like yes it isn't the doing girl that we're used to from past however I always I kind of feel like you know they're going to have changed over over all these all these years they're not going to be the exact same people they were when uh back in 1996 when the when it first happened, they're gonna constantly evolve. It's like if you think about I feel like Gail softens through each and every movie and by I think this one she's like the softest you ever see her um, yeah but, but I still think she pack, she you know packs a punch of Gail hundred percent she's not she's not someone to be messed with however she is a lot softer thanks to Dewey
1: yeah I, I think when Gail's introduced I don't like it when she's chatting to Sam. I don't like yeah, that. That's weird. It's, it's kind of weird. She's
0: she's very much like, oh my God, are you okay? Like It's like it's very weird that ain't Gail.
1: Uh, exactly. And then when Gail has the conversation with you, I personally, I'm not a fan of it. I don't mind it, but I just, it just, it doesn't feel authentically Dale and Gooey. Go-
0: Dale and Gooey. <laughs> Dale and gooey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. coin that for life. It doesn't feel like them. And, I know like things will have changed and all that, but just the way they interact with each other just doesn't feel as authentic as Mm. perhaps Kevin Williamson would have wrote it. And I mean, at the end of the day, when fans like us are watching that sort of thing, these are the sort of things that we're naturally going to pick up and no one's ever going to be able to emulate that perfectly quite like Kevin Williamson and Wes Craven. So I sort of have to give him kudos for even doing it. And you're right. Gail is a lot softer, but she was just missing that like kazaz, and their relationship always had a bit of fire in there. There was always a bit of yeah. when they were talking, and it was just a bit more watered down than perhaps I would have liked it. But I still liked the encounter they had. I just wish because we're used to them having quite like a quite like a fun back and forth. Even when they're arguing, it's fun for us to watch, you yeah. know. And everyone, it's like that's and with this one, it wasn't. It was very like somber. But as you said, you know, they're divorced. It's hardly going to be a fun, happy occasion, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely. No, but um, then when we cut to, like, it is really heartbreaking when she when she runs to the hospital and she sees that Dewey's being like, carried scene. out and she's like, she's just completely broken down. And then, you know, when we see she's like in the waiting room for the hospital and she's just sort of like, she's just completely broken and she i I do like the fact that like even when like sam's trying to talk to him and apologize she's like she's she's trying to she's obviously she she's trying her best to like sort of like be responsive and like at least not like kick off but she's also like what like I've just lost like the love of my life my best friend and like I don't need you in my face right now sam thank mm-hmm. you very much but also yeah, be like yeah. I'm glad you're i'm glad you are alive but like my best friend is dead because. So go away and be alive.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just go away with your fucking yeah. lights and wheel that bitch out of here. Um, I do love that that is when Sunday uh, Sunday, Jesus, what is wrong with me? You when uh bitch, in the bin. gay card <laughs> Um when Sunday comes on, the first time I watched it, the second time I watched it, I nearly cried. When they hug and they start oh. hug again, I think that's such a tender moment. And um, it's the first time that we actually get to spend time with sudden and Gail and from that this is the first time we actually ever get to witness and their dynamic together is the star of the whole oh, it's horror. electric
0: and I I love the fact like they've they've got this really weird friendship where it started off like like they obviously didn't like they butted heads but like this uh-huh. this whole experience like keeps pulling them together so by each movie they do get closer um and even the fourth one, they are close, but it's still kind of frosty. But this one, yeah. there's, a, there's a tenderness to it where they're just kind of like, we've had so much time to like build on this friendship. And, and, and we are actually lost. friends. Yeah, they just lost, a friend, a, just a, lost yeah. a friend. And you can definitely tell by this one, like they are actually genuinely, truly friends. And there isn't that like frostiness. They have like this like love for each other. And I love their dynamic when we get to like, than be I i love the fact that this time around, they're not like they don't give a shit who's doing what and they don't give a shit about they trying to find care. out who they're like, I don't want to find out who's doing what and why. I want to find who's doing it and like put an end to this. And I yeah. I love the fact that this for them, this is the this is their way of like bowing out. It's like we're gonna put an end to this once and for all. And that's how they're perceiving it. Is for them to This is their like this is their like curtain call, like this is their final act. Mm. They're not going to do this ever again for them. This is it.
1: Yeah, yeah, big time. And that dynamic that they have is just completely electric. It's, again, it more reason and <laughs> more reason <laughs> to why Dewey's death is important Dewey's mm-hmm. death is not for nothing it's not for shock value well it is but it yeah. completely serves a purpose which is what I love about it even more it's not pointlessly killing off someone for the shock factor it brings suddenly back and it brings suddenly and Gail close together which you don't realise you've never seen it until you're watching it and you're like something feels new about this yeah. when you're watching them together when you know first watching it you're like something feels weirdly new even yeah. familiar but new, and after uh, you realize we've not had, we've not spent time together, and them in the third act teaming oh, up, uh,
0: electric. And I, I
1: mean, ten out of ten, you won every award. I love it iconic. when Gail
0: comes out and she's like, "Watch your tone, new girl." Like, <laughs>
1: "What? Uh, what's your tone, new girl." You don't yeah. say uh, about the original. This is the original, and then suddenly. <laughs> puts a tracker in the car and she's like, and she's like, sounds like something Gail Wives would do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but, uh, uh, for me, there was a small moment where, where Sydney's like, um, it's the way she delivers the line about like putting the tracker in the car. And I found that mm-hmm. so like fun and light. And she's like, yeah, I'll put a tracker in a car and what? Like, it was like a bit of sass to it. Whereas we're not used to like Sydney being like sassy and like a bit of yeah. like, there's a, there's a, a playfulness to that. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's because she's a, she's now a mom. She's day, she's she has off. that maternal instinct where she's like, okay, you want to go off and do this, but I'm going to do something sneaky because that's what a mum would do. Mm-hmm. Do you know? It's it's, it's that vibe. Suddenly's, suddenly's changed
1: this time around and she's definitely changed for the better. She is a bad bitch. And mm-hmm. even though she's a bad bitch in Scream 4, she's still running around in a fucking cardigan. And you know, oh. all day, every day, constantly, and little ballet tap dance shoes.
0: How a- does she? How, like, how does she look older in Scream Four than she and does she in miss. in this? Like they it's beyond me.
1: So so fucking dirty,
0: um, and she's just got a real coolness
1: and a real edge there. She's a real bad bitch. Really, it's the
0: jacket out. they brought back. Sydney's signature leather jacket. That's what it hold is.
1: On hold the fucking phone. Right before we carry on, we're just going to spend a couple of minutes on costumes because this has been eaten away at my brain and I need to tell someone. So the costume department in this film rocks my socks off. One, okay, Sydney is wearing an almost... Identical outfit than what she's wearing in the first scream, when instead of a denim jacket, it's a brown leather one, and and it's a V neck. Well, scream
0: two, you know, scream two, she yeah, had so that like um olivey she, kind of brownie kind yeah, of.
1: So they take the iconic brown leather jacket of Sydney, and take that material and put it on the jacket Sydney wears in the first one. So go back and watch the first one. What Sydney wears in the kitchen is a jacket yeah. and yeah. a V neck top, and Sydney wears a V neck top in the jacket. Okay, number one tick. Then fucking Monday is wearing an almost identical outfit to Randy that Randy oh, yeah. is wearing in like, you know, X, Y, and Z. While and she's watching him
0: in Stab.
1: In Stab wearing that outfit. Fucking iconic. She, um, her, and what, what's it called? Her Mason, her in Twan, mm-hmm. you know, the scene where we find out it's Stab and she's talking about the requels they're wearing the same top but in two different colors with two different logos and I'm like the costume. I, I love,
0: love their dynamic I think they're I think they're so they, yeah. they're so great together I love them too I I, I just love all the characters. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love all the characters and I especially love Mandy Mason and I did not mm-hmm. think I'd enjoy Mason as much but yeah when it, when it comes to the end I was going to say spoiler but we already know when it comes to the end we obviously know that she survived and then she does that thumbs up that You see her do throughout the film and you see Mason's alive. It's like, I actually didn't realize how much I wanted you to love until I saw that you were alive. And I was like, Yes, that that that's it's
0: yeah. Do you know what? For me, I think it's when we get to like the final house party scene. Like I think for me, it really solidifies Mason as like a character I'm really rooting for and really like. Mm -hmm. I think he's so much fun in that whole that whole final ad, when he's given the toast to Wes, he's like, oh, you beautiful son of a bitch. And like, he's like, he's really playful. And then that scene with like Liv on the couch and he's like, yeah, I don't want to have sex because I don't know if you're the killer or not. And I don't want to like do that. And when she was like, yeah. oh, she we go upstairs? He's like, upstairs, upstairs. And I was like, <laughs> You silly, no, like yeah. um, he's like, he, no, I don't, not with you. He was so good,
1: he was so so good, and um, he's so hot, he's so hot, so stupidly hot, he's so stupidly hot. Um, and I just love their dynamic, but especially Monday, I'm sorry, she oh. just completely ruled the fucking wrist like every scene she's in, hilarious. I mean, I again, when we went and seen game we she were was cracking on, me up, like, like
0: <laughs> oh,
1: that exchange with Richie. downstairs
0: and like, as hilarious. It's so. It's like next level. I I even love the fact that um, her scene with Amber in the basement. Um, and I think, I think I always I knew I kind of I got the sense straight away like from the jump that that Amber was going to be a killer because like, well at first I thought it was like because she was. I thought she was going to be like in love with Tara. Like, that was going to be the sure review. Like, because like, it, it was giving a very, like, I'm so possessive over you kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it kind of, at the end, it made sense. Like, it felt like she was trying to play the role of like protect, overprotective friend to like throw out, like, she's not, she can't possibly be the killer because I'm so, I so want Tara to like yeah. live and, then we and have be the okay. But
1: like, her and Ratchet, don't man, they're like, oh, yeah. Netflix. And he's like, well, where are you? When both of them came. Yeah. Like, we're yeah committed. exactly
0: yeah but then um i do find that scene where the, where mindy and amber are in the basement together they are that's really enjoyable but um okay. it isn't up until it's revealed that amber is the killer that i actually enjoy throughout Throughout the whole film i, I can't stand it like I, I, yeah it's so annoying and then i as will soon go as she far, has that am, switch yeah yeah yeah, me too but as soon as she switches that like like I'm the killer switch like she's so much fun and like she's funny um it's the moment where she's talking about like um living in that town and how she just what of course she knows that you're gonna be like Billy's daughter like Uh I found that really funny I just thought she was like just just like she just turned it out it was like
1: when I was watching it, I was like, I hate the way this bitch speaks. I hate the way this bitch goes on. I hate her attitude. I just hate everything about her. She's so one note. She bores the tits off me. Get her off my screen. No. And then when she does flip, which I didn't think, I mean, I don't think the reveals were very surprising at all. But when that happened, she completely switched. And I was like, oh my God, you're actually a brilliant actress. I completely know yeah. what you're doing. You're not she wasn't playing it as if someone is only going to watch this film once they play it layered about like when um, Jill Roberts so Emma Roberts is under the bed and scream for and goes face walks past. She deliberately doesn't look scared because she's not, but you don't notice that until after. And you're yeah. like, that's why she doesn't look scared. So it was very, it was giving me that it was like, that's why you were like so dry. So born because you're, it's all about act. You're actually cuckoo, Cachoo for cuckoo.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah no, a hundred percent. And I think my like I just love that whole final act and back in Stu Marker's house. It's great, but um, uh, I will say really this: they it it feels like that house. Is it's smaller, smaller than it was. Than it was. Like I, I remember it being like grander and bigger. Like I feel like in the original, they they must have filmed a lot more actually inside they that did, house. Yeah, they
1: all, it was all done in the house
0: because they this feels more on. like a sex out. I, I almost felt like the way the stairs were laid out wasn't the same as it was in the.
1: So in the first original, one, I'm sure the stairs went up and then they turned and then they split off in two. Yeah. These yes, they did. They yeah, yeah,
0: there was. There was definitely a split because like because like ran up some stairs and down some stairs and there was there was two like banisters their, yeah. yeah and there's definitely like a stairs up and there's like a way of it it was a really strange way but this felt like a, like a set it didn't feel so like
1: the the first one was all completely done in the house and that's why you can yeah. stay in the house because they they completely don't there and you, you can feel its scale this one it really does feel like a set it, it really really does. Everything feels smaller. We don't really see the house. Like I kind of wanted, like for example, that's not the same garage. And you can you can try and trick me till the cows come home. The real garage, Tatum opens the door and it's two steps. She comes down two everybody steps and she's in the garage. And this one, yes, this coming from the fucking ceiling.
0: Okay, oh, so be- right. Okay, so when I first watched this, I was like. Are they trying to do some like trickery, witchery, buffoonery, and trying to tell me that that is supposed to be the same? No, 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 no. It's not. It's the basement. No,
1: there was a garage. It's the
0: basement. And the other one's the garage. And it's because. Yeah, so do I. But I feel like they did a good job at like kind of making it look. Because I tried to, the second time I watched it, I tried to look out for the signs. Obviously, the stairs is a dead giveaway. They have the fridge there, fine. But like it's so small and that other space is large. Like they can't. They like it's. They're not trying to do that same thing. I think they're trying to make it look as if it's like that. I also think as well they they did a good job of like being in the house without showing too much to then do a big reveal like oh this is where we are. They, you know, they do the yeah, whole yeah, thing yeah, of like yeah. you're in Stu's house and they do the whole like twisted reveal thing. I like that. That was pretty cool. So I think they were trying to try not to like get the audience who hadn't seen the, any of the others to like like figure out where that's, they were. No, that's sort a of good thing. point.
1: That's a very good point actually. Um, now that i think about it they were trying to keep their cards close to the chest let's yes just say. yeah um but no, i did enjoy that i think it's obviously a great set and i do one thing before we properly go into the sort of ending and stuff that we've not talked about which is the best part so i love that they do it all in the house and how it all completely has purpose about yeah. how it's all about stab their the weak wall okay so this is what I look, even love about it more. Everyone's like, why is it not called Scream 5? Why is it not Scream 5? And you're like, it's so genius. The whole point is that it's doing it because takes a chance Chainsaw Massacre, Candyman, Halloween, Saw, their names don't change. They're yes. just putting it back out there. Chucky. Okay. you know, and Scream's like, well, we could be Scream 5, but the whole point where we're taking the pest out of the genre is we're now Scream because we're now a requel. And yeah. you know, they bring up the whole stat 8. Why don't you just call it? It's like STA instead of a B. It's an 8. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, nah, and all <laughs> that little juiciness is, it's like poking fun at the fans. It's like, it's like, it takes the piss out of the toxic fandom. You know, the way we'd be going, if they kill them off, we're going to be so annoyed. Well, then here we have Two Killers' motives, who are literally about, we're so pissed off about how Hollywood's treating our favorite franchises. So we're gonna like remake it.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, like, we're I we're gonna we're gonna yeah, we're gonna make our own how we how how we think how it should, should be, be and this because is, yeah.
1: these are murdering or like do you know how much these movies mean to us? And it's yeah. like it's like making fun of you. You're sat there and open a night, excited, biggest screen fan ever. And it's like mm-hmm. taking a piss out of you because you're sad. Yeah. like if they kill my Sydney, I will <laughs> complain. <laughs> And they're pointing the finger. Yeah. You want, you're a fool. Do you know what yeah.
0: I mean? Yeah, no, hundred yeah. percent. Um, tell me this. What do you feel about the Billy Loomis um, uh, hallucination of it all?
1: Um, I have problems with it personally. One thing I, I do like, and it's it, this is just such a minor thing, is her name's Sam. She keeps they keep calling her semantic Sam. Sam Loomis, Halloween. Sam Loomis. Yeah, Love that I was like completely here for what you're trying to do. And her second name's Carpenter, big Halloween reference, um, and
0: also the reference Elm Street.
1: Yeah, and they're on Elm Street. And then in um we got Martha's house. There's a frame. Oh of, like, Martha. Uh, Martha,
0: we miss you, Woodsburg guys.
1: Anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love her. <laughs> no, by the way. Um, I thought she was James, great. She was still like so zany. Her yeah. interaction with you, where she's like, "You look."
1: Yeah, you look something.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's gonna try to um, She's not
1: trying to say old. <laughs> she needs to be on it again. But to be, like on the mantelpiece, there's like a cinema. And it's like Nightmare on Elm Street, last house on the left, and Hell's Eyes, and yeah. that's like you can see on her frame. Love all that. But Billy Loomis thing not needed. Giving me Scream three Maureen vibes. I get that. Like it's an ease. It's like a good way to show that obviously she's losing it a wee bit and she's having a yeah. or whatever Um, but I personally don't like it it seems like fan it's like fan service for just the sake of fan service like how does she know that that's what he looked like when he died like you know what I'm saying why doesn't she have visions of him if we're going to be like that why is she having a vision exactly the way he looked you know but not quite exactly because he was missing a fucking wind up here but you know it was just not for me I just, I didn't like the whole morning thing in Scream 3. I don't like it. Yeah. Possible.
0: Okay, so here's why I'm not mad. At it. I, 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 I hear what you're saying. But because we've had hallucinations in the Scream canon before, that's why I'm not mad at the, the use of it this time around. However, I feel like he was used too many times. I feel mm-hmm. like if he was just used maybe in the car scene, or just at the hospital to kind of establish the fact that yeah Sam, she has like you know she's on medication because she's you no know, she's has you know her own issues and things like that and um, she's trying to kind of, like, kind of get together. That makes sense to me. And so of course at, with high levels of stress, that might those that medication might not work as well as it normally would. So like these like little hallucinations like seeping in does make sense to the character. But I think. The use of him at the end helping her out is not needed. Um, no, I
1: like we, we didn't need her at the very end. No, you know, and no, no, that, just that like, was like do your thing, kiddo, or whatever. Yeah, you know? like
0: that, yeah. that should have been scrapped. That's one thing that I definitely think that, that should not have been scrapped. I could have lived with the first two and that would have been it, and then I would have been fine with that and then not have to see him ever again. Um, because one like he's the, he's the villain in the first one we, he's not like he's not he can't now in a hallucination be like some sort of like anti-hero like that's not yeah, like and
1: it's like like it's just about to for me it's just a step closer to the gift like I can understand why Mar- like suddenly sees marine and scream to me but I just I just don't like it and because the bitch wouldn't have a clue what he sounds like how does she know that's what he looked like when he's like there's just a lot of things where I'm like this is just tacked on. You could easily remove their moments and we can get the same idea. I think they were just trying to add that complexity to Sam um, because I do like Sam and I think she will get better. But again, she's not wooden. Wooden's not the word, but like I'm annoyed when I see that teardrop in her eye and it sits there for like 10 minutes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, well, Tara can cry on cue. And yeah. the things I hear were like, a, I'm like, it was adding more detail to a character that I felt like needed it, but was just a bit corny.
0: Is this like? I'm trying to figure out if this is this is like. Mm, she's been in other stuff, yeah. But she's like, in
1: the Heights, in in the Heights,
0: and yeah, but um, I've not seen that. Have you? No. But
1: oh,
0: yeah, I, th- I, I thought you were saying it out. like it was like something that that I should have known. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I feel like she's like fairly like a new face. So, mm. I mean, fair play to her. This being like what her like, I'd say like the heights is like what her first big break, and then what just this just being the like, the, big, big like the the like the biggest thing she's ever done. Uh, so like, I get this. She may still be like very new to the game, and you can kind of tell she's a little bit like a little bit wooden. But I do really like her, the... and I I think she's really good in it. Like she is like towards the end, she gets a lot better. But like she it, it, like.
1: Again, it's just at the start. She's just, it's a bit rocky. She doesn't have the yeah. gravitas that Sydney had. She doesn't have, but I like that she's more of like a bad bitch. You know, yeah, uh, she yeah, yeah. light. Like she's got attitude, and I like that. And it it works best when she has attitude, not when she's being like really vulnerable. It just that's when I find it weakest. She's really good at the yeah. whole bad bitch thing, but the, yeah, the- I'm glad
0: of the fact that they did. Tried to make her out to be another a new Sydney, like she's because, like Sydney's like the epitome of like, no, she was the good girl. She was, you know, she was kind of like the you know straight lace kind of girl, like yeah. plain Jane type kind of you know dams gotcha. in the dress type thing that 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 evolved into this like badass mm-hmm. warrior woman type thing. But I like the fact they they didn't do that with Sam, and it was like, no, she's she's troubled. She's like a bit of a hot mess and she's got a past that's North not drugs. like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, girl. She loves to get on it um <laughs> as she said she did she did every drug she could find like okay I oh, mean good for you like <laughs> she is the party it. um <laughs> uh that's yeah and that's what I really liked about it I think yeah. she she gets really good as soon as like when we get to like uh the back end of it. So I think once so I tell you what, one of my favorite moments of hers is when she's on the phone to Ghostface in the hospital, and she's like, and she's like, like, no, please don't kill anyone. And it's like, why? It's like, oh, I'm just trying, I'm just stalling you, like. And she's like, yeah. she's playing the game. So I like, i like, oh, bad bitch. Like that's a bad bitch move. Like once she 100%. gets under
1: that, you know, once she steps under her bad bitch boots, she's good. And when she goes ham on Ratchet, oh. it's one of the most satisfying moments because. It shows you how vicious that she can be. And then she does, you know, the knife slay, which is yeah. so illogical because how would she know that? But it's it's just, a bit much. It's but... a bit much, but for a fan, it's a bit like, ooh. Ooh, yeah. you like I mean, your dad? She's,
0: she's like, yeah, she's like, she's going to be a new kind of flavour. that I don't know what yeah, it is, yeah, but I, I, like, I, I, I didn't fully appreciate.
1: Just, that's what I love the most about the kills and all this. It's the way they just go fucking ham with that knife Oh, it's like with Mason,
0: like when, you know, like Mason gets like stabbed in the leg and then like, I've like about three or four jabs, like in the back. I'm like, how was he going to get past this? But like, again, in like Kirby, Kirby fashion, he was wriggling around still when he was stabbed. So it was like, it was up in the air. And like, I love the fact that we get the Kirby nod. It's really small and minute, but like, you know, there's a, a YouTube scene in it where Richie's watching yep. the YouTube channel and she's right. Like the next video was like interview with survivor Kirby reading. You're like, Oh, did you so did you see good. the
1: Stu nod as well? So no, I missed below, that it, below yeah. it it's um true crime conspiracies. Stu Mocker is still alive and it's like oh. a conspiracy he said he's alive. And then I was watching a video today on screen three. Um I think as I told it Will she I told, right? I don't know. Basically Kevin Williams' original plan before he wasn't writing a script no more was that Stu Marker would be the killer in Scream 3 that he oh, actually no. wasn't dead so they hinted at that in the new one and they reckon that they might bring him back in it because that was Kevin Williamson's plan Wes Craven agreed to it, that's what he wanted but they had to change it up completely Um. They, oh, no, knew, that
0: new right, a pistol over Scream 3 so I, like, let's not talk about that like, exactly, ugh. so
1: I think they're hunting at the possibility that he could absolutely still be out right there and that's where when I was first watching that in my head, I was like, is he the killer? And then I realised, of course, long and behold, it was two of the most obvious people in the old film. <laughs> <laughs> two <laughs> people. Um, how did you find the fight scene between Gail and Sidney against um,
0: Amber? <laughs> it was everything. <laughs> like, I loved everywhere. it. I loved the fact that, like, they they, it was a slight nod to like the current our current situation by like hitting her in the face with a bottle of hand hand sanitizer
1: sanitizer?
0: yeah it's like okay there's there's I'm glad there's no fucking like COVID talk I really am but like I also like the fact like there is a a slight nod to like what's going on because obviously it does screams always felt it's very much in the now and what is happening right now it's very like pop culture references it's like poly- very very current so I'm glad there was a teeny weensy little like nod to like the current situation so I mm-hmm. love that I love the fact that those two picked that little girl up and threw her across the kitchen that was like, my
1: favorite part the and way then when she gets to her, she's like,
0: and she's like no 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 please so it's not my fault I'm just a little like innocent girl and she's like Nah, I fucked Dewey up. I did it. i like, and then she's like, she goes right back. She's like, she's trying to play all angles at like one minute She's like, please don't kill me. Then she's like, Do you know what? Nah, I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm gonna fuck these up yeah, that up and did it, did it I did it. like
1: her then. I think she's good. And I th- I love the three of them fighting in that kitchen. Oh. I just think it's my f- it's my favorite part, hands down. It's the way they just pick her up and fuck her across the counter is funny. The way they smash in it, her like you just hit me with hands <laughs> and
0: and then, and then, so it's the like, so it's, it's like, oh, do you want to do the honors? And, she, and Dale's like, yes, and shoots it twice. She lands on the cooker, boom, up in flames, and she's like screaming, squealing. I was like, oh, get, I mean, I didn't okay. know, I didn't. When we saw that clip in the in the trailer, I was like, I don't know, I don't. Re- I really hope it's like no, like that doesn't happen. Like it's not a real thing. It's like a clip of the movie or whatever. But I'm so glad that actually happened because that, like, I lived for that scene when she went up in flames. I was like, yes,
1: bitch. Because the trailer made it out to look like that a chrome-faced ghost face. Yeah. yeah. Her, and I was like, please. Yeah. No. So then when I seen the, the chrome ghost face and how they, like, they include that in. And I thought, that and they took the piss and being like, oh, this <laughs> is like what Come the kill in looks like
0: in, in like, was it stab eight? Yeah, but her, yeah. Death
1: is, her death is my favourite. That scene is my favourite in the whole film when they're just taking chunks out of that wee girl and like, they really make her look like a wee girl. You know yeah, what I mean? like, they, make they just like threw strong. her
0: across the room and I <laughs> loved every second love of it. And then um, right. what did Sydney say? Like, it's like the... Um, Someone
1: passing the torch.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was class. And then... Um, but what did you think of, like, the actual reveal where it's like, they're all... It's like, there's... There's Amber, Tara, Liv, Richie, and Mindy all like pointing the finger, and then Amber's like, "Ah, oh, fuck this!" And it's like boom, oh, I live love in the and head, then,
1: and then she's like, "Welcome to Act 3. And like, I think it's because Love was just a red hair anyway, and I want to like Love, but she's painted unlikable, and I think the actress done a decent job, but I don't think she's.
0: Really- mm, I, I don't know. I'd. I,
1: no, I think she did a decent job. I think she like she she was no Nico Tortorella. She was you
0: know, that. No. Yeah.
1: So she done all right, but I was like, I'm glad they made, like, dust out of you. And when she sort of comes in, when she comes in and they're all accused and I actually felt sorry for her.
0: Yeah, she... yeah.
1: <laughs> and then just to like, get shot between the eyes, I was like, I wish I saw her get, like, fucked up.
0: But yeah, me too. Tenant, but...
1: Because she's annoying. It's like, just shut up.
0: gone. Just, like, just get her the fuck out. Like... Yeah, the <laughs> and out. I love the fact okay. that, like, when Gail and uh, Sid come to the house and Amber comes out screaming, like, she's being, like, stabbed. And they're like, I'm not buying it. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, mm, no, no.
1: no, love it, and that's when they come out. Gail gets shot, bless her. But I think that's just when she the-
0: always like. I'm sure. Was it like the same place to scream to, Right.
1: Uh huh. Again, it's like those little nods. Suddenly, I always mm-hmm. get stabbed in the same place. I'm like, you. It's like you really don't want her today, because if you did, you'd stab her somewhere better. Um, but when <laughs> somebody comes into that house and and you get the sort of music, you know the yeah one that's when it really felt like a screen film but i and think- also
0: the fact that like so she gets a call has like a moment with like ghost and she's like do you know what fuck you fuck this uh, i'm sh- i'm but- not i'm not playing this game no more like i've done i've done this for decades like i'm not yeah. playing this game now and like there's like no don't you fuck it and it's like no nah, I'm, I'm not giving you the time of day, bitch. <laughs> like don't get it twisted um yeah, and then when we have like the reveal of like the Richie of it all, and like he, you know, st- like gives it to Sam right in the stomach, and then twists mm-hmm. it. You're like, oh, oh. And I Although, think
1: um... I like that, but but definitely one of the weak, aside from Scream Three, definitely my least favorite reveals. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, then, like, uh... they they tried their hardest to make uh, Richie not look like the killer. Like they really, tr- but I'm like, it's either Tara we've watched that butch get beat up about three times yeah. or him and it's like you sort of wear your eyes and like it's going to be him you know Yeah, but a couple of yeah, other parents no, I think would have made that a bit more
0: I will successful. say this um, I think like Jack Quaid I think the way he died and the way he acted that scene I don't think I've ever seen anyone die, like act out a death scene better in my life like the way he died and like the way he like the facial expressions that he used and the way like he like moved his eyes I was like I've never seen someone like commit so hard to like
1: die he really made it look like he was an agonizing pain. Like it,
0: he really was I It was like next level I was like honestly god I don't think I've ever seen Anyone like die like that And so believable in my life And then to find out do you know he's, he's Meg Ryan's son Yeah I know Do you ever watch The Boys The bo- Oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 I, yeah. No, I've, I've seen like four episodes but Oh he's my god I love
1: it But he's in that he's way in that. and he's so good Um, But his dad's scene Was fucking iconic The way he, oh. he was iconic
0: Oh, the way she's like, just stab, 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 and right, and it's like, but what about my ending? She's like, <laughs> she's oh, like, let slow. Like, <laughs> it was good. <laughs> it was some good cookies. killing.
1: Some good cookies. Some good cookies. And then obviously we reach the end. We finally get that like really good shot of like the house. I was really crying out for an exterior house. Oh, shot. no, we get,
0: the, we get the 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 classic: the killer doesn't die. Oh, but it's yeah. Amber instead. She's like running out. She's like half burnt. She's like rah, and then like Tara oh. comes out. She comes out swinging. She's like boom, bitch. She's like I still, I still like the like Babadook. Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: like oh, fucking gorgeous. Well, I still like Scream, bitch. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I love, I love in true Scream fashion we get um a shot pulling out of the wide of the house there's a reporter reporting the news um of what's Mm -hmm. just happened I will say this I've never seen Scream look more like a set in my entire life that from that front garden looked tiny in the in the first one in the first one it's huge that land is huge and that garden that that the 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 pathway is so long. Like it's it's a huge property, but they made it look so tiny, like a little, little tiny, Lego yeah. house.
1: Yeah, little tiny fucking Lego house, Playmobil on wheels. Just yes. So tiny. Yes. But we do. We do get a really good scene with, Sydney and Gail. Which, if it is the last of them, which I don't think it is, because suddenly Nev Campbell says that she has such fun doing them. She would do another one, but I kind of don't want her to do it again. But if that is the last hurrah. I think that's just a good way to leave them because why would they come back?
0: I mean, why, why would, would they? Them- However, I would not. I think. I think going forward, I think it would have to be in like a cameo capacity, like not. Yeah. I think. I think this would they, again th- them doing this. They were in it enough for it to make sense, and they had a big enough impact. where I think another another round, I don't know. They, again, it it have to make sense. If it if it made um, sense, sure, but I don't think it it's not I, the future of it now. It can't be about Sydney anymore, and it can't. Um, it has to. I mean, it can tie into Sydney, like it like this one has. It can have, it can have callbacks to what happened to Sydney and like the past, for sure. But um, but well, I think maybe
1: passing the torch over maybe Kirby's direction, given it's to Sam, and let Kirby come in, almost like your clear rivers and like Final Destination two you know the way like it's not about clear or even
0: like, or even have one. even have like Sam and Kirby as like, as, like the, the new generation of Galen yeah, yeah, um, Galen uh, Gale Sid
1: yeah 100 I could see it potentially going down that route I could see Sam maybe dying and then Tara being the I could see them wanting to pull more rugs under our feet you know now sure, yeah. or, um, or
0: could they go a completely different way and have uh, Mindy be the star
1: Uh, I, one of them's getting the Randy treatment. One of them, you know, the second film, one of them's getting the Randy treatment and it could
0: be. Oh, Mason for sure. I mean, or it would be so iconic if the opening scene was like them two getting fucked up. No.
1: (laughs) No, it would not be iconic. They're the stars of the show and I do not want them dying in the opening scene. Fucking kill off Sam or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Kill her. To so be fair, there are so many survivors in this movie. Like you've got, you've got your pick of a, quite a few people. To be fair,
1: there's a lot of them. Just don't kill off her OGs, and if you're going to leave it, leave it at this Yeah. Like but I,
0: have- I, I fully want to see Kirby. I think the fans want it so bad that I, yeah. I even think um, the directors of this, because they're, they're such big fans, I don't see why they wouldn't. They wouldn't would, have a comeback. Why back. would
1: you even set the possibility A hundred percent, yeah. Your fans are crying out for it. So just listen yeah. to it, please.
0: Just and for it. sure, Hayden Panettiere would do it in a heartbeat. I know she would.
1: Over Bibi getting a paycheck sale. Absolutely. Just lend us your ears. Make this about Kirby. Um, if you want to bring Stu back, I think that could be a good, a, a fun direction. It's like making it not about the main three, but still making it feel authentically screamed by like having these other people come through i think that's what it needs to do otherwise well they're feared they might just lose us because they could they could never
0: no no i I, 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 you know i think i think they did such a good job with this movie like yeah and it's done so well box office that it's got so much potential to have a real strong future and i'm here for give me give me four more I, I, gi- yep. I, I give me I honestly got not I just force me me scream until I, I, like, want, until I want I want it to
1: be like an eight movie franchise. I want to, to start oh. one Radio Silence has their own four screen movies. Bring it on, please.
0: I don't see why not, because like Friday the thirteenth has had how many have they had? Like
1: Bring what? it on. Listen, they'll they'll make a screen sex, whatever they call it. I don't think they'll call it scream. Do six. you
0: think it would go down the same direction as like Halloween, Halloween kills, Halloween ends? No, nah, or- I think
1: I think it will fall, I think it will be like a university. The next one will be university and someone's, I think it will be like a...
0: You know, no, like, no, no, I mean in the way, what how they would call the film rather than like Scream 6. Would it be like Scream, Scream again? No,
1: <laughs> nah, I, I think they, they'd probably call like Scream, like the sequel. Like they would probably... Oh, okay, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. That. But yeah. I don't I like it being numeral. Scream's a numeral kind of girl. She's not like name's scream. Sure, scream.
0: Yeah. <laughs> sure. No, no, I, no, yeah. No, you know, I yeah, I know I agree. I don't I don't think it would be um but then again, they were were they were gonna call scream two scream again. So
1: true. I think I think they'll call it like scream the sequel. Or something like that, because it's it's clever. And as I've long
0: as it been. was like either numerical or like tied into the whole yeah. the movies reference, okay. that would make the most sense. It'd be much more fun. Like if it was, yeah,
1: yeah, one hundred percent. I agree. Um, I can't wait. Why not? I'm
0: so on. excited. Um. So tell me your overall verdict.
1: So overall, obviously, it's fun, it's thrilling, it's entertaining, and it's funny, and it's just it's such a pleasure to the yeah. Team for, I think, all Scream fans everywhere. Um, and it's a great new direction for a franchise if they choose to go down that way, which they absolutely should. Where I put it in my rankings, I do not have an answer for you yet, but I'm yep. going to give Scream an 8.5 Axe wins out of 10. That's very strong. Click for Scream. Five. <laughs> Click for five, Scream. <laughs> what is your verdict? And what is your Axe wins then?
0: Um, I... You know, there's there's some bits here and there. Obviously, we've we've talked about like, ah, but I'm nitpicking here because it's uh, one of my favorite franchises. um But the overall experience was to me was just perfect, and I loved every single second of it. I just thought it was just great, and you know, the perfect love letter to Wes, to the fans, to Kevin, to the cast. I I just loved it. I really, really did, and, and. I had the best time watching it, and I'm gonna have the best time watching it over and over again for years to come. Like I can't wait till it's out, and I can just like watch it at my own leisure. Um, I can't wait to do. We've got five movies. I cannot wait to do. I can't wait to do. It I, can't wait to do... Can I can't wait to the first time I can do it all in order from like start yeah. to finish. And like, uh-huh. oh, it's gonna oh, be yeah. so good. Really... I mean, oh, um, yeah, that's where I'm at, and I'm gonna give it a big fat nine out of ten. Uh, just like and because enough time has passed for me to for it to like I was ready for it. I was craving it and it just it just was so satisfying I loved every Mm. single second Mm. and and just like you um Scream 3 is definitely at the bottom although Mm -hmm. I I still, i still, oh, oh, yeah, I oh, love that film but so much. Um, indeed, it's the
1: worst for sure, easy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Um, and when we say worst, the worst out of the five we've got, it's not yeah, the yeah. worst film in the world, of course. Um, but um. Uh, it's gonna like scream five. I'm gonna call it scream five because like to me, even though it's scream,
1: scream as scream five.
0: Yeah, I can't. I can't call scream one, scream one. I have to call it scream. You know what I mean? I can't. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I would. I can't do that to the original. How, how? How dare I? So this one, I can get away with calling it scream five because to me, it's gonna be scream five forever. Oh. Um, scream five, scream forever. <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna go back and forth with scream four. Like this is gonna be. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna. It depends on what mood, uh, what the weather's like, you know. Agree. If, uh, you know, if I've had a bad day, if I've had sex that day, you know, if I'm hungry, <laughs> if I'm hangry, if I'm thirsty, if yeah. I'm, you know, if I'm sick, if I'm all the above, if I'm dead, the above, <laughs> if yeah. I'm dead, yeah. Um, if I'm it's, asleep. It's,
1: uh, it's a list that I have not quite figured out yet. and I, I think the only way I will truly know is when this one comes out in DVD. Yeah. Um, and I can watch all five in a row and yeah. then
0: I can hear it properly I definitely feel like um in hindsight like screen 4 and screen 5 I think they're on a, like 11 a, a level pegging of like that there's just just enough that's wrong about it that's, but it's also they're also so good but there's like there's also like enough things that are wrong about it yeah. that's like, it's like equal e- it's on an equal footing but like it's, it's hard. like it depends on the day of the week or which one is in front of the exactly. other it really is Really, because like there's so many iconic scenes from screen four and I feel like you know in after this has been out for, for a while we're gonna we're gonna come back and go there's so many iconic scenes of, of this that it, like how do we how do we I choose think, I
1: think maybe we might just have to do an episode where we just do screen four just versus Scream five and maybe one day further down the line we can finally settle the debate <laughs> that we have here because I, I can't decide and I won't choose no you never choose which kids you love the most You just love them all equally
0: Even though I know in my family who the favourite <laughs> I know I'm Scream 1 Hi
1: mom. I know I'm Scream 1
0: Apart from those people out there who are like Who think the Scream 3 is their favourite film And you're like who dropped on you home. as a child
1: <laughs> I know you And I hope you're listening Because I'm dragging you to the mud page.
0: Uh. Oh well, that is it. We have come to the end of our first episode back and what a bang. We've come back yep. with a bang. I mean Wow, we, wow, we.
1: Wow, we, wow,
0: Please go and
1: find us and follow us on Facebook at <laughs>
0: Spilling Goods Podcast.
1: Perfect. And if you want to just pop yourself over to Twitter and follow us there, you can find us at
0: spinning goods pod it's the same for instagram as well you missed that out
1: yeah and of course for instagram but i'll get (laughs) that again if you have not found us on instagram you know where they find us by looking for us at
0: spinning goods pod
1: perfect and if you want to if you really really want to zigzag uh, and send us an email then you can go right ahead and send an email over at
0: Spin and Podcast at Outlook.com.
1: Wonderful. Oh, that was fun. I like
0: that. <laughs> I hated <Yes>. it.
1: <laughs> now you know I see. Uh,
0: but we've got into that rhythm now, but um, I guess it's my turn after that hiatus. We'll um yes. we'll change it up on that note. Goodbye, Detective Judy. Uh, bye, Detective Judy. <laughs> <laughs> Bagger. Thank <music> you.